0: For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now stay connected to this life-giving message from
1: Pastor Prosper Etonam we continue with our series, uh, When is a Man Saved? I told you that this morning we will begin to now draw some important conclusions on this subject matter. When is a man saved? Don't forget where we began from, where we started from. So we saw in previous discussions in dealing with a subject matter, I told you that there is no particular shortcut to dealing with uh, uh, doctrinal matters. What, how did we start with it? We started by what is faith in Christ? When we look at 2 Timothy 3:15 and 16 where he says that from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures we are able to make thee uh, wise on salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Salvation through faith which is Christ Jesus. Then he says all Scripture is breathed of God or inspired of God and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Seventy says that the man of God be fully furnished unto every good way. Now pay attention here. If that is what faith in Christ is, then it means that the scriptures is to expose to our salvation through faith, which is Christ Jesus. Philemon one six, when he says that that the communication of their faith will become effectual after we have acknowledged all the good things that are in us, in Christ. In Christ. In Christ will be faith in Christ. Praise God. So we look at what the gospel is when we look at Romans 1.1-4 1, 1, and it says uh, um, God um, Christ... Uh, the son of man was after the um was born after david in the flesh and be, was 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 called the son of god in the resurrection we saw uh in in uh romans one sixteen where he says that the, the gospel i'm not i'm not ashamed of the gospel of of god for it is the power uh, no, i'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of god unto salvation first to the jew and to the greek so that gospel what is that gospel the preaching of the message of christ what is it about christ is about his resurrection from the dead for our justification so if that is not the fact of the gospel then it cannot be called gospel to be called fables of men it will be called enticing wisdom uh, enticing ways of men or man's wisdom first corinthians 15 to 4 we saw the the composition of the gospel when he says that first of all what i received is what i'm transmitting to you and it says that that Christ died according to the scriptures. Now he gives us reference where that is according to the scriptures. He died and he was buried and was raised the third day according to the scriptures. So where were they preaching from? They were preaching from the scriptures. What we call the Old Testament books of the Bible. Praise God. It's very important we appreciate this because we will know that what we call Old Testament will have to be explained to us. Because in the Old Testament, it's New Testament. In the New Testament, is the Old Testament. So, Old Testament or New Testament will not be books anymore. It will be a relationship which we will deal with subsequently, I'm sure, after this series or somewhere in the year or next year to come. Praise God. Are you following? So, we established that faith in Christ is faith in the gospel of Christ. Faith in Christ is faith in the gospel of Christ. So, and yet, and yet it's it not something we say, I believe in God. What do you believe in God? What do you believe about? What, what is it that you believe our faith. What faith? Faith for miracles? That my God is able to heal. Yes, it's good, but it's not good enough because that will not produce the saving faith you require. If you say, I believe God to give me money. Yes, your God is, is the most benevolent God. Father, you can ever find. Yes, he will give you money. But that is not what we are talking about here. That is not saving faith. I believe God for healing. Yes, we believe God for so many things. But that is not the saving faith you are talking about. That cannot produce the faith for salvation. Praise God. Now, if you say you have faith in God, it means you have faith in the gospel of Christ. What is the gospel of Christ? In the resurrection. That is the faith for salvation. Are you following? We've done all of this. so <laughs> Praise God. We also looked at uh, what the apostles preached in the Acts of Apostles. The beginning of the church, the early church, it was it was a bit detailed. We saw right. We we looked at four um, four um, major preachers in the Acts of Apostles. We saw Peter. We saw Stephen. We saw Philip, and we saw Paul. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, that we saw the core of their message was the resurrection of Christ, his ascension to the right hand of the Father. Was that very clear to us? It was very, very clear. We saw examples of the power of God to save is in the preaching of the gospel. We also saw established very clearly that salvation will be his work. Salvation is not our work. We are beneficiaries of his work. Salvation will be his work. Jonah 2.9. Salvation is of the Lord. Praise God. We saw the encounter with Abraham and, the, and God when, when they wanted to go into a covenant and, and from the beginning of the covenant, we realized that our father Abraham collapsed. He couldn't. Uh-huh. You, 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 God is God and man is man. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Then God decided now it will be between me and me. <laughs> it will be between God pre. It will be between God and the incarnate. It will be between the pre-incarnate and the incarnate. It will be between God and God. It will, be between, it will be between God and God. God and Christ. Praise God. So the gospel concerning his son. It is the gospel concerning his son, Jesus' resurrection from the dead. And it is in that resurrection that we have life. That we have righteousness. That we have justification. That we have salvation. It is an outflow of his work. It is the benefit of his work. What we got out of his work is the salvation, is the life, is the resurrection power in us. Praise God. So now, we've come to the point where we now can, can, can begin to draw some important parallels or conclusions to the subject matter. I'm just beginning the conclusion. It's not, I will not finish today. Are you here? Precept upon precept, line upon line. Right. So to understand the po- at what point, don't forget the question we're asking. What is the question? When is a man saved? Now, it will be ludicrous to just answer questions that, like, like I said in previous meetings, is it not? Is it not? Is it not smart to to ask, for example, how is a man saved? Then, if we know how is a man saved, then some way somehow will be able to now come to. You. When is the man saved? Praise God. So what I'm going to do is just to go back to what we did. All that we did. And then we can now establish when is a man saved? Recall how Paul explained how is a man saved in his epistle. When we go to Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Paul gave us a lead. Romans chapter 10. How is a man saved? <laughs> it's an important learning tool for us right how is a man saved Romans chapter 10 let me do from verse 8 to 17 but what is what is? but what saith it the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart that is the word of faith which we preach that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved for with a man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth's confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. We'll be explaining all of these things. So please pay attention. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him? The scriptures are very clear. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Fifteen. And how shall they preach as they be saint? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings unto the, of good things. Verse sixteen. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Esai said, Lord, who hath believed, our report. Seventeen. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Praise God. Look at verse 8. We are going back to it. We are picking it one after the other and explaining very detail, into detail. Verse 8. Paul explained the message preached. He called it the gospel. The message preached is the gospel. 16 and 17. Look at it. But, but they have not all obeyed the gospel for Isaiah said, so what he said in 18, what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. The word of faith, which we preach. So 8, look at 16. 16 says, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. So the word preaches is what? Good. Are you following? The word preaches is the gospel, which is also called the word of faith. The message of faith is the same thing. Praise God. Praise God. Look at verse 9. In verse 9, he spoke about the recipient of the gospel, the message of faith. Confessing with your mouth and believing with your heart. Confessing with your mouth and believing with your heart. That what? That God has raised Jesus from the dead. So, it's talking about the resurrection of our Lord Jesus from the dead. That is the message of faith. The gospel preached be believed. Is that very clear? How is a man said? Gospel is preached. What gospel? <laughs> are you following? Very clear. It's all you go to straight. Abu Street. Abuzanjem Street. Abu that's, that's no gospel. You are not saying anything. Yet. So, confessing with your mouth what you have believed in your heart. That what? That God hath raised Jesus from the dead. Observe how he ended the statement in 9b. Look at 9b. If you have New International Version, you can. you, can, you That's why you see a and b and those things. But look at 9b. 9b will be the other half of 9, and shall believe with their heart. Where in their heart that God had raised him from the dead. Look at it. Thou shalt be saved. So we know how a man is saved. Are you following? In other words, when a man hears the gospel, what gospel? That which concerns the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. I mean, we've, we have been, we've been emphasizing this so that you should not be confused in your mind what we mean by the gospel and how a man is saved. Because that is what you are going to preach. That is how we are going to bring many to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That all men may be saved is a specific message that is preached. It's not just any kind of message. You don't go and say just anything for men to be saved. I'm not surprised why we have a lot of seemingly converted believers who are here to be converted in the body of Christ today. What message was preached to them? Was it 419? Come to Jesus. Everything will be fine. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus now to do what? He will give you children. He will give you money. He will give you... Oh, Jesus. It's a specific message. And that is what we are to preach. That men may be saved. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you following here? So, in other words, when a man hears the gospel, which is the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, and believes the same in his heart, he is saved. That's it. So, a man is saved the moment he believes the gospel preached to him or her. At that moment, at that moment, at that moment, at that moment, praise God, praise God. Now look at this again. Observe how he explained it further when we go to eleven, verse eleven. We are in Romans ten, right? For with the heart a man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Hmm? Look at verse 11. So, the believing on him in context will be to believe his resurrection from the dead. Whoever believeth on him will not be ashamed. Believe what? His resurrection.
0: <laughs>
1: so, if you were to read that and say, "God will not shame you," you know, we know we have a term like that today in Christianity, in Christendom. Your, God, my God will not shame me if you are looking to Him providing for you anything other than salvation. You have abused the Scripture. If you were to quote it for that reference, I don't know if you're catching it. Because my God will not shame me here. It's in reference to you believing His resurrection. It is not healing. It is not. Uh, I want a visa. My God will not shame me. The visa will be given. <laughs> then you quote Romans ten eleven. My God will not shame me. Sorry, He may not even be giving the visa, and yet your God has not shamed you. You are not here. <laughs> so they believing on him look at it let's do the 11 again are you following for the scripture says whosoever believed on him shall not be ashamed so believing on him in context will be believing his resurrection from the dead, which is the verse nine, right? If thou shalt confess with thy heart and with thy mouth and believe with thy heart that God hath raised him, so believing, there is related to the verse nine. Thou shalt be saved, believing in him. So to call upon the name of the Lord, please pay attention. If you read that in isolation, calling upon the name of the Lord, calling upon Nyamie, Jimmy, Lord, deliver me from this trouble. It's not what the scriptures are saying. <laughs> to call upon the name of the Lord, like I said, if you lift it out of context, could be misunderstood. To mean calling on him for breakthrough. Do you understand? Because the way we use words today is different from the way they used words when they wrote the scriptures. So call upon the name of the Lord. If you call on his name, he will save you. He will deliver you from this predicament. It's not what the scriptures is saying here. So to call upon the name of the Lord is not about miracles. It's not about healing. It's not about deliverance from danger. Or any such like. Paul explained what he meant in context in verse 14. Look at verse 14. How then shall they call on him? In whom they have not believed. <laughs> and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Message communicated via preaching. Heart beliefs. Mouth confesses. That's what we call calling on the name of the Lord. Are you here this morning? The scriptures must be explained. (laughs) So hence, to call upon the name of the Lord is having believed in the gospel. That's what we mean by calling on the name of the Lord. This was explained in relation to believing in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead notice that he had explained earlier in verse 9 and 10 we read it over and over that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and thou shalt believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved so to call on the name of the Lord is to believe in his resurrection which is the gospel preached to you wow the gospel preached the gospel preached that call in context is unto salvation our call is unto salvation. Having heard and believed in the gospel and not for meeting personal needs. Minim nidi, only Jesus. <laughs> Minim nidi, only Jesus. Oya him, o he, Minim nidi. If you are singing that song and you quote the scripture, you're out of context. <laughs> I, I, I love the song, Paul. There was that crying. <laughs> Praise God. It's a powerful song, right? It can put a lot of tear in your eyes, right? Yeah. There are some songs. Africans, we are good Oh, There are some songs we sing. It's like everything has become dark. Oh my God. Your world can become dark just by singing. And your world can become bright also by singing. Which one do you which one do you like now? Stop the pity party. Let's come to Jesus. Come to Jesus, he'll stop the pity party for you. Praise God. Are you here this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Look at verse 16. So, are we explaining Romans 10? Is it clear? So, call on the name of the Lord. It's not call on him, he will give you money. Call on him, he will give you shoes. Call, <laughs> call on him is in relation to salvation. It's not personal needs. Let's do verse 16. He says, But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed, our report. Now, this particular quotation is from Isaiah. But Isaiah said Isaiah. Isaiah says Isaiah. Are you here? Isaiah says Isaiah. So he's making a reference to what the prophet Isaiah said. Where? In Isaiah 53 verse 1. Let's go to Isaiah 53 verse 1. So put a finger at Romans and let's go to Isaiah 53 verse 1. We are going to read to verse 7. Isaiah fifty three.
2: Isaiah fifty three, verse one to right. seven. Uh-huh. Who, hath believed, report, Who had believed our report? Who believed our report? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Mm-hmm. For he shall go up before him as a tender plant, mm-hmm. and as a root out of the dry of a dry ground. Mm-hmm. He had no form nor comeliness. That's it. And when he, and when we, sh- and when mm-hmm. we shall see him, mm-hmm. there is no beauty that we should desire him.
1: Oh, do, do you see that? There, there's no beauty. He had no form of comeliness. Now, as you read the scriptures, you understand the verbiage of the scriptures. You understand the language of the scriptures. So if we, if I tell you, for example, if if, <laughs> if you're having a discussion, I, <laughs> you point out to someone and say, This person has no form of comeliness. That one is not scripture anymore. You're insulting. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 seriously, your Jesus had no form of comeliness. My Jesus had no one. When we talk about physical and union, no need be mm. all the pictures you see. Angelo and those people who painted it's not Jesus, so he had no form of comeliness. Your Jesus was not handsome, let me put it bluntly for you. To see. He was not, <laughs> he had no form of comeliness. His union, his, 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 his glory was not physical, it was not physical attributes. Don't tell me I want to look like Jesus. If you want to really look like Jesus, in the physical, He had no form of comeliness. That has messed up your money, right? Hmm. No scripture, I know it well. But Jesus had no form of comeliness. My Jesus had no form of comeliness. Yeah. That is why you have to be (laughs) desire the things of the spirit and stop this outward stuff. It doesn't say you not take care of yourself, but. That's not the thing really. A lot of people are taking care of themselves and there's nothing in. There's nothing in. What are you exuding? What is in? What are you showing forth? What is in? The beauty of his holiness is what you are showing forth. If there's no beauty of holiness in, don't show anything because there's nothing to show. Are you here? Yeah. Desire to show for the beauty of his holiness from within. It's a more authentic way of exhibiting the glory of God in you. But if there's no beauty in don't force it out. It will be camouflaged. Are you here? It cannot be sustained. Just a matter of time. You will break down. How, how long can you cover out? You will break down, I'm telling you. Yeah! It's just about us closing from church. You've broken down. Yeah. There's a way we can keep ourselves in this room. <laughs> and we can easily be exposed. Just a matter of time. Close. Two hours. How long do you stay here? Two hours. I'll not push it any further. Let's move on. Because there uh, things to be done this morning. <sighs> Are you here? Yes. So, I've been on up to seven. Let's go.
2: There is no beauty that we should desire him. Uh uh-huh. Is three. it clear? There's no beauty to be desired of him. Verse uh-huh. three. Yeah. He is despised and rejected of men. Ah. A man of sorrow. A man of sorrow. And acquainted with, with grief. Yes. And we hid as it were our faces from him. Ah. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Mm. Verse 4. Mm-hmm. Surely he had borne our griefs, mm. and carried our sorrows, mm. yet we did esteem him stricken. We
1: did esteem him stricken, yes.
2: Smitting of God, mm. and afflicted. Mm. Verse 5. Mm. But he was wounded for our transgression. Glory! He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of, his, of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we we are healed. And with the
1: stripes, we are healed. And with the stripes, we are healed. Verse 7.
2: Verse 6. Verse 6, yes. All we, all we like sheep have gone astray. Mm-hmm. We have turned out, we have turned everyone to his own way. Mm-hmm. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. Mm-hmm. Verse 7. Mm-hmm. He was oppressed mm-hmm. and he was afflicted. Mm-hmm. Yet he opened not his mouth. Mm-hmm. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. Mm-hmm. And as a sheep before he shares. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So he openeth
1: not his mouth. He openeth not his mouth. He openeth not his mouth. He openeth not his mouth. Praise God. So what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here in prophecy? He's talking about Jesus. So who had believed our report? Report of what? Of who? Of Jesus. Of what? His work. So who had believed a report? It's not any report about you. It's about a report, the message about him. Oh, are you following this morning? We are doing Bible study <laughs> So who had believed a report It's not talking about any other but Jesus. The message about Jesus. So the report was about Christ. That is why Paul in his explanation We'll say in verse 17, so faith cometh now by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The report concerning the Christ. There's no other report. You know how we can misinterpret scripture rough, rough? Who oh, had believed the report? Who oh, believe? believed that? He's talking about an only personal confession. <laughs> you have no testimony. What do you have? It's his report. Praise God. Praise God. So, the question is, what message are we to believe? Verse (laughs) 9. The message about his resurrection from the dead. The message concerning how God had raised him from the dead. Verse 9. That is the message. That is the message. That is the message. So, hearing by the word of God, Will be hearing the message of Christ. Faith will be hearing the message of Christ. Faith cometh by hearing. Now, the second one, by hearing the word of God means it will be by by the word of God. The word of Christ. The message of faith. The message of Christ is the same thing. Romans chapter one. Romans one. One to four. Romans one, one to four. <clears throat> Paul, the servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by the prophet, by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead so he was declared the son of god according to the spirit of holiness how by the resurrection of him from the dead that is how he was declared the son of god now a man is saved the moment he believes the gospel which is the resurrection of jesus from the dead that is when he was declared the son of God. You are also declared the son of God in your believing his resurrection. Because the same spirit that raised him from the dead now sits in you. Are you following here? Hmm. So Paul's words in his letter to the Corinthians, uh, the church of Corinth, the church at Corinth. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Are you learning something this morning? 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's do verse 1 to 5. And i brethren yes.
2: when i came to you mm-hmm. came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom that's right declaring unto you the testimony of god mm-hmm. for i determined not to know anything among you that's it save jesus christ and him crucified and him crucified and uh-huh. i was with you in weakness and in fear mm-hmm. and in much trembling mm-hmm. and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom mm. but in demonstration of the spirit and of, of power, and of power, your faith should not stand in the wisdom why are of we
1: declaring in power and in spirit that your, your faith, faith
2: should not stand in the wisdom of should faith. not
1: stand in the wisdom of it. There will be the philosophies of men, the philosophies of men, the the the, the, the how do we even call that the 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 arrangements of men, and how they can apply. To your conscience, no, 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 no. It's not about that, it's not about that, it's not about science, it's not about science. There's there's power transmitted. Power that you know is power, it's not what you feel, what you know. Power. Yes, read that part again.
2: That that, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in what? But in the power of
1: God, what is the power of God? What is the power of God? The power of God is God's ability to save. If that is what your belief is, that is the power of God to you. (laughs) So, you remember we explained this? Are you still in the house? The power of God is God's ability to save. How do we know that? It's God's ability. How God raised Jesus from the dead. That's the power of God. How God raised Jesus from the dead and by extension his ability to save. Praise God. So in other words, we can have a sermon full of man's wisdom or full of the wisdom of man while appealing to our circumstances and appealing to our situation. We have messages like that. That appeal to our circumstances. You know, at this time, as the children of God, we are to be in the forefront. How can the world take over and we, the children of God, be at the back? How can the world have all the resources and we don't have any money? It's time for the church to take over. Is that not appealing? It is! If you don't say amen, you are a devil. It's appealing! Because when you check your pocket, and you check those who don't believe God, and they are money in their pocket, you are tempted to believe this nonsense. Called gospel. Oh, you are still not here. Maybe you are rich. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is not pastor is not connecting with me. Uh-uh. That's appealing. That's appealing. That's appealing. How can believers who don't know anything are, are, are in the forefront of the economics of the world? Economics of the world. And we who have silver and gold that belongs to our father, that belongs to our, he says, our, 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 our hip hop gold our star star. Our hip hop. <laughs> Ten thousand cattle on a hill is my father's. I think the old believer is not his father. Yeah. Yeah. We have to overtake. We have to overtake. How can we be loose in the city and be bound in our village? The devil is a liar. That is appealing. It's inspiration. After you've left the room, then you know you are on your own. <laughs> Reality will catch up with you. Eh? Did I even go to the place or did you go to another? And go to another. This one is sharper than this one. That is, that is what the Christian life has become now. Because of the wrong teachings that are in Christians. You are not, you are not You are not are... So that's man's wisdom. It's not God. And as much as there is God, oh, oh, you are not catching it. You don't visit Facebook. <laughs> oh, you are, you are very trite. I have very powerful spiritual members here who don't visit Facebook. Here yeah, don't read Bible. They are exposed. No. <laughs> Yet it is not the power of God. It is not the power of God. The minute the message preached is void of the facts of the gospel. Faith is absent and we are sure that salvation is equally absent. The moment the facts of the gospel is not presented, how that Christ died and was buried and was raised the third day, why his resurrection? That I may know I am justified. That is my evidence. If that is not presented to me, and you are only appealing to what is temporary around me. That an unbeliever can satisfy in a minute. You didn't hear me. i just have to be giving one million dollars. My life has changed. And yet my life may not have, have changed. What has changed? My circumstances have changed. But my life has not changed. I'm still bound to hell. So if that message is not communicated. I have not done anything to you. All I have done is to change your circumstance. And living your life, which is the most important, to ruin. That is why we are careful what we preach here. And over time, you will come to appreciate what we are doing here. Because what it means is that now, you are established in faith. And you cannot be moved to and fro, tossed to and fro, by any wind of doctrine. You are grounded. Praise God. You are grounded. Praise God. That is what the message of it to produce in you. It can only produce faith. The message of it not produce fear in you. It produce faith in you. Praise God. Hallelujah. So if that message is void, and it's only talking about how we can become Gen Z, whatever, we can become very relevant to our society. You are you are not a freedom fighter. Hello, you are not Malcolm X. Who is the latest one now? Uh, um, a Muslim guy. Very very good guy. Um, um, Louis Farrakhan. Oh, is that Farrakhan or Arakan or Farrakhan? You are not! Yeah, he's a good guy. I like him. The way he does his hair alone. <laughs> Louis, yeah, I, lo- I love that man. Yeah, you are not. You are not called to be a freedom fighter. Go and preach the gospel. You have been called an able minister of the New Testament. Praise God. And that testament is not after the flesh. It's not after the law. It's after the spirit. Praise God. That's what you are called. Say, I know my name. I know my mandate. I know my call. And I'll fulfill sin. In the name of Jesus. Are you shouting Amen? Yeah. It's my call. That's what I know. Oh, that's all I know. That's all I know. It's not about being relevant in the 21st century. It's a whole message. From where? More reference. Okay, go to Old Testament. Go and pick how they became re- relevant. And because it is appealing to your circumstance, because you see yourself to be way back, you have to be relevant. So ah, The way that thing is connecting to me, you are looking for a job, that's your problem. Or you are looking for a promotion, that's your problem. Or are looking for a better life, that's your problem. You did not come to him for him. You came to him for it. The problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. Are you following here? Very important. Hmm. So we are rounding it up beautifully. What it means is, like I said, if the message is void of the facts, his resurrection from the dead for my justification, if that is lost, then we are sure that that message cannot produce faith, and because it cannot produce faith, we can't have salvation through that message. Are you following? Look at Philip's conversation, uh, conversation with the eunuch. We are going back to that one and pick, pick a few things from there. Look at Philip's conversation. Where, where do we get that from? Acts 8, right? Acts eight 27. Let's go to 27. Acts 8, 27. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority under Candace, Queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for the worship for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah's the prophet. He was reading. He had come to Jerusalem, finished with the um, um uh, with, with, with with the how to call it with worship, was returning, I was reading Isaiah. Isaiah was reading Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. And said, and oh, no, let's go back uh, 29. And then the spirit of the, the spirit said unto Philip, Go nigh, go near, and join thyself to the chariot, or to this chariot. And Philip ran tighter to him and heard him read Prophet Isaiah and said, understandeth thou what thou readest? And he said unto him, How can I accept some man should guide me? How can I accept someone should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. We just read that, right? Like a lamb down before his share, so open not his mouth. Verse 33. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation for this, for his life is taken from the earth? And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this? Of himself or of some other man. Then Philip opened his mouth. And, and began. At, that, at the same scripture. And preached unto him Jesus. At the same scripture. And preached unto him. Now what did he preach? He preached unto him who? Jesus where? In Isaiah 53. He preached unto him. Jesus in Isaiah 53. The first thing to know. Is that he was reading the scriptures. The book of Isaiah. Isaiah 53, 7 and 8. We saw it last week, right? It is evident from his conversation in verse 34. Look at 34. And know, answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man. That alone, he did not understand what he was reading. Because that's why he would ask a question like that. Did he understand what he was reading? No. And until Philip explained to him, he didn't know then Philip opened his mouth and began at that same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Look at verse 37 Look at verse 37. And Philip said, "If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest." And he answered and said, "I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He believed in the gospel. And it was his salvation. He was saved. So, how is a man saved? You believe the gospel preached. Was the gospel preached to him, yes! From where? From Isaiah. And he believed. Right from Isaiah, he believed Christ. That is faith. That is what produces faith. We call it the saving faith. So, the eunuch, let's do 37 again. And Philip said, if thou believest in with all thy heart. Is that not in alignment with what? Uh, is that not, does that not corroborate what uh, Paul is writing in Romans chapter 10? If thou shalt believe with thine heart. That what? That God had raised Christ from the dead. That was what Philip was preaching to him. He believed Christ as the son of God. Don't forget. He was declared son of God in the resurrection. So, to say, I believe Jesus as the Son of God, He was preached, or what was preached to Him was the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. Are you following? Are the scriptures becoming clearer? Hallelujah. That is what you go preach. If I, like I said last week, you saw somebody wearing miniskirt. You see, this minister it, 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 it's coming from hell. It was produced in hell. Ah, what a weak Christian. What, what? Then you are not here. You are not coming from this place. You are coming from Ojiam Street. The church called James Street. How can you be sitting under this anointing and be preaching like that? You have not preached anything. And you see this long hair. you see it's coming from Mami Water Spirit. Have you seen Mami Water before? Which book of the Bible has Mami Water? Tell me. African religion. Which book in African religion has Mami Water? Check their Bible. There's no Mami Water. Mami Wata, where is it coming from? Nigeria and Ghana. <laughs> Mami Wata is not the Azerbaijan. You are not catching it. Mami Wata is a product of Nigeria and Ghana combined. Hmm. It's a serious matter. Yeah. Are, are you following? So, the you know I was reading and you see, he was not reading the scripture to solve a national problem. Or an economic problem. Don't forget, this man was the man in charge of Candace's treasure. Treasure. That was not why he was reading the Bible. He was not reading the scripture to see how he'll become effective, uh, uh, manager of the treasure of Candace, the queen of Ethiopia. No! That is why you don't read the Bible to look for that. How to become a good husband. My friend, no Christ. How to become a leader in the, in, in the corporate world. How to be an effective pastor. From where? <laughs> From Justice chapter 222. <laughs> There's nothing like that. No Christ. No Christ. No Christ. How to be, how to be relevant in, in our age, in the third world. How to move the third world to be a first world. That is not your problem. There was no reading really or thing like that. So Philip found him reading the scriptures. His question to Philip was about a person. Are you following? Do you see that his question was that is it about the prophet or another man? So his question was about a person. That is the right question. Then Philip now brought him the person. <laughs> Glory. You know, there's a way you can ask the question, eh? The answer that will be given to you. It fits, fits your question. I've told you something. My pastor used to say that if you don't read the Bible or you don't study well, you are likely to ask silly questions. And silly questions will come with silly answers. So as we are sitting down here, you are paying attention to detail. It will not make you ask silly questions. For example, I finished preaching like that. Pastor, I have a question. So are you saying that uh, Isaiah spoke about Christ? That's a silly question. I have demonstrated to you by letter and by spirit. You are not here. (laughs) Uh, Pastor, so can you show me the scripture where Isaiah was talking about Christ? What a silly question. Uh, so, uh, So, we can only be saved in the name of Jesus. We are not paying attention. That is how that is how your lack of paying attention can expose you. You ask silly questions. Just like someone who has not been here at all will come and say, can you give me evidence in the scripture why Jesus was mentioned? Yeah. That means that person doesn't know A from B. Because throughout the scriptures, there's nothing like that. But when you read all together, you know they are talking about Jesus. The scriptures testify of him. Praise God. So, you're paying attention to detail will, will prevent you from asking silly questions. Questions that baby Christians will not even ask. By now, you should be teachers, not askers of silly questions. It means you're not paying attention to detail. Praise God. We should be teaching others now, not we asking silly questions. I'm still repeating it. Are you here? The world is, we don't have time like that, oh. Yeah. You should have understanding now on some of these important things. Don't come and be asking, so pastor, how, how can you say that we don't have to be relevant? We are in the world, but we are not of the world. It means you are not coming for Wednesday meetings. (laughs) Are you here? If you miss services you will be asking silly questions something we answered last week you are not coming to ask hello is that good or bad it's not too good like that so he was asking about a person and now philip brought him to that person i pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet of this of himself or of another man of another philip explanation was to also bring him to the person of Christ. The person of Jesus Christ. The scriptures testify of him. Very clear. John 5.39 set the scriptures for in them ye think ye have eternal life but they are they that testify of me. He says and you will not come to me that you may have life. What it means is that when you when the scriptures are crystallized and the person of Christ is revealed life is received. Jesus is the giver of life, not the scriptures. But when you read the scriptures to find Jesus, you have life. Ha <laughs> ha Glory. Hall- so, you will not come to me that you may have life. So, the reading of the scriptures must draw you to him that you may have life. He is the procurer of life. He is the giver of life. He has life. If he is in you, you have life. I am the resurrection and the life. If you believe in me, though you were dead, yet shall you live. If I am in you, you have life. The scriptures must bring you to him and when you see him revealed, you have life received. Hallelujah. Are you following here this morning? Very, very important. So the moment you open your Bible to look for any person other than the person so any person will be things, 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 things. Other than Christ, you will know. You will not know what the scriptures are talking about. You will not. You will only be looking at things and 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 and. and uh, I I um, Isaac. Sword in the land, and he had an hundredfold. Yeah, that's about a great. You see, the agrarian economy, even when the land is dry and patched, you can go back by faith, by faith, and plant again, and plant again, and plant again, and plant again. If you're not too careful, all your resources will go down, and you have nothing more, and you start begging as you're planting again by faith. It's not about that one now. Now, if you want to do agrig, there's technology to do agric. There's technology to do agrig. There's technology to do our uh, great Ah, um, workers, you remember when when my, my teacher went to do that bucket, there's technology to do that one. It is not by faith. Buckets are not molded by faith. Hello! Come on! He went to do it by faith. And by the time they got to the fourth floor, release uh, They The thing did not even touch the ground. Oh, the vision and hope dashed all the cars you were seeing in that contract dashed. All the, the the buildings you were seeing. You know how you can have one contract and be looking at her? It's just that, that? Is that, that sometimes you don't factor me in that one. You should also be seeing how Pastor is now driving a form. You don't do that one. It has to be part of it. Praise God. How you can have one contract and it's like your world has changed that. And yet you've not seen the money. Hey! That is the power of faith. The substance of things hopeful. The evidence of things not seen. May you cross that barrier in the name of Jesus. How can it be substance of things so for evidence not seen? I will have the evidence in the name of Jesus. <laughs> that alone should tell you that is not your faith. How can I have substance of things so for? I hope I don't see the devil is alive. Now we see Jesus. I said now we see Jesus. I said now we see Jesus. So we have the substance and we have the hope in the person of jesus the author and finisher of our faith amen are you learning something this morning we are running up beautifully (laughs) now so let's examine a few examples as much as time will allow me my time is almost up let's pick at least the jailer paul and the jailer paul and silas and the jailer right Acts chapter 16. You are looking at scenarios where the gospel was preached in the book of Acts. Scenarios where the gospel was preached. Men believed and were saved. Acts chapter 16. Let's do 30 to 34. Acts
2: chapter 16, 30 to 34. Yes. And brought them out and said, Uh Uh What must I do to be saved? Uh And they said, Believe Uh on the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh And thou shalt be saved in thy house uh-huh. and they spake unto him the word of the lord mm-hmm. and to all that were in his house mm-hmm. 33 mm-hmm. and he took them to the same hour of the night mm-hmm. and watched their strife and was baptized and he and all his and all and he and all his straight away and when he had brought them into his house mm-hmm. he set me before them mm-hmm. and rejoice, mm-hmm. believing in God with all his house. With all the, uh, now, in from 30
1: to 34, it's a mixture of so many things. Now you think that, and they gave him the word and he believed, and all of a sudden the household was saved. No, so it has to be broken down. From 30 to 34 is a gamut of issues, <laughs> it's, a, it's a a a, it's a confluence of mis- of it's a confluence of confusion. Are you following? So, let's break it down. Look at verse 30 and 31. Let's do 30 and 31 again.
2: And he brought them out uh-huh. and said, uh-huh. says, says, what must I do to be saved? What must
1: I do? Did he say, what must we do? What must I do? So, he was talking about him So Are you following here? What must I do to be saved? What was told him?
2: And they said, uh-huh. believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. And thou shalt be saved. Believe
1: on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Was anything explained to him? So that cannot produce faith. Oh, are, are we learning something this morning? Yeah. So if you just go to the person, believe in Jesus, you'll be saved. It, what should I believe about Jesus to be saved? It was not explained to him. So at that point, was he saved? Lord. No! No. Hmm. Notice Paul and Silas's response to the jailer was not explanatory. They only said, "Believe and you will be saved." ah ah. Uh-uh. That the jailer and his household could not be saved in 31 in verse 31. Also, the response was only to him. I just explained that to you, right? It was to him. His household was not in view. They were not in view here. Are you following? Let's do verse 32 now.
2: Verse 32. Yes. And they speak unto him the word. Of ah,
1: the Lord. now they went beyond just believing to explaining what the gospel to be believed is. What did they tell him? They, the word of the law somewhere. Started 32. Speak-
2: and they speak unto him the and word. they speak unto him what the word of the Lord, the word
1: of the Lord. Is that also the gospel? Is that also the message of faith? Hallelujah. Is that also the resurrection of Jesus from the dead? Yes. That is the message. Are you following here? Are you following here? So it was after 32. So we see that in 32, he spoke of the word of the Lord to him. And look at 32 again. Read all.
2: And they speak unto him the word of the Lord. And to all that were in the house. It was not
1: only to the jailer. The jailer and his household. Faith cometh by hearing. I cannot hear for you. Those of us who are praying for our children. Or praying for our family people. Oh Lord they are saved. Thank you Father they are saved. Without preaching. is a useless prayer. Oh come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. How will the household be saved? You've not preached anything. You're only praying. Prayer should soften the ground. Prayer should weather the heart. But something must enter the heart now. The Holy Spirit must use the environment to minister now. That is what you have prayed. But prayer is not salvation. It is the gospel preach that has the power to save. Don't do a useless, don't run a a riotous errand. errand. Don't, don't run. Don't do effectively what you are not supposed to have done in the first place. You are doing all the prayer. Man preaching. How would the heart of man be saved? I am praying. I am interceding. That one is even wrong. I am supplicating better but so wrong after prayer. Go. That is why when we pray, we go. Lord, I'm putting myself together. It's not prayer anymore. It is faithlessness. Lord, I'm putting my resources, it's no longer prayer, it is doubt in your heart. Because you don't believe the power of God to save. You don't believe that God can use the instruments of your lips to bring lives to Him. It's faithlessness now. Stop the doubt and step out. So, how will they be saved? When the message is preached, so he preached the gospel to the jailer and to the family. What happened?
2: And and he took them at the same hour of the night mm-hmm. and watched their strife. Wow. And was baptized. Mm-hmm. And he and all his and all his straight away. <laughs> and when he had brought them into his house, uh-huh. he set meat before them uh-huh. and rejoiced, uh-huh. believing in God. Believing in God,
1: in, in, in God, in God, because the message has not been preached to them. Believing in God, do you see what pro- what happens when men believe? There is joy in their heart. All the right, things we'll see in the fields when we go preach to people, we'll see the joy of the Lord in your hearts. Wow! Is it that simple? Wow! that all there is wow is that how it is the joy of the holy ghost the joy of the holy ghost the joy i thought the man was a jailer <laughs> it was the same person who beat them a few moments ago and now brought them to his house and he has joy in his heart he didn't even care what his masters would tell him you are not following he didn't even care you have brought these people out what happened did we instruct you to bring them out what are you talking about? These people were wounded. So he cleansed them, washed them. The baptism that is the physical washing, you know. It's not baptism in mesh, you know. The baptism was done by the man, not the apostles. Are you following here? So it was the man who cleansed them, washed them to be clean, took them to the house. The message had been preached. They all believed and they were rejoicing at the table. Wow. And they didn't hold any offense against the man. Hey, GD4, ahana. Yeah. Huh? How can you do this to me? And you are bringing me food. The Holy Ghost burn you. The Holy <laughs> fire burn you. Fire. <laughs> so are you now Alpha and Omega? Are you the judge now? Keep quiet. Enjoy the meal. At least hearts have been saved. Are you here? Then we call it the dynamics of the field. And the person who insulted you yesterday is now, hey, hey. now now you see the importance of the things I'm saying. I will not pray to you You go to hell. You go to hell. You have... <laughs> I am praying that you go there faster. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. I, I, there's a story that is told. That a, a guy was, was following a certain lady and he was preaching to the lady and the lady was not minding him at all. So the lady has suffered two broken hearts, and I was not coming to the guy. So you have come now. So you see the importance of the things I was telling you. And you've wasted your life. You go to hell. You go to hell. You, you, hey. You go to hell. Yes. I'm saying you go to I will send you to hell. Because you have been jilted. You can't forgive. Has <laughs> been jilted twice. The guy, lady who has gone to suffer. Is it how? The world can turn sometimes. The guy who was, the lady who was going to suffer broken heart twice as jilted again. <laughs> how's going to go suffer broken heart twice. Double for her trouble. Praise God. But grace abounds, right? Grace abounds, right? So you go and, and meet people like that. You, you still forgive. Yeah, you may have jilted me, but the message is not because you jilted me or not. You have to receive Christ, right? You cannot send a person to hell. You don't have power to send anybody to hell. You'll go to, in fact, I'll push your head to hell. You don't have that power. You don't have, you, have, you don't have power to send anybody to hell. Stop the ignorance and preach the gospel. I said you'll be hurt in the field but preach the gospel. I said you'll be hurt in the field but preach the gospel. In fact the family people you are going to preach to may have hurt you but still preach the gospel. Praise God. Praise God. So you don't pick and choose. Uh, you hurt me yesterday. I'll not I'll not teach you. You hurt me yesterday. I'll not preach. You. Very soon you'll be alone. You'll preach yourself alone. You have been sent to the world. I said, you have been sent to the world. The people that you are going to preach to, some may have spoken ill about you. We're doing You are still going to preach to them. Yeah. I'm, i mean, speaking something to people. Ah. Hmm. Yeah, this person, me, Pastor, me, this kind of people, I mean, I don't want to associate it because you've been hurt. I mean, I don't want to associate with this kind of, you've been hurt. Keep quiet. You've been hurt. Be healed and go and preach. So, to, next week, we'll look at Paul and Agrippa will look at uh, um uh Peter and Cornelius will draw about four of those parallels then now we can begin to draw important conclusions when is a man saved hallelujah praise god oh are you blessed praise god